Welcome to the Extra Point with Sully, Reyes, Jones, and Mr. Buns. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the world, this is the 15th episode of The Extra Point presented by Bleacher Fan. We are here, we are back, we are stronger. It's another glorious week to talk sports. We got a packed episode today, we bring you today in sports. Fake news or real news, we got NHL talk, shit we don't even talk about. We never talk about hockey on this podcast, but guess what? Hockey is a friend of the podcast, we're going to integrate it today, we're going to talk NBA and we're going to talk a little NFL. Let's kick it off with the Celtics getting their doors blown off for a second oh. time in the series by the Cavaliers. It seems like fucking LeBron took the first two games off. He was like, you know what? I'm going to spice it up a little bit this year. Tom, this is your team. How do you feel? Do you feel nervous? Yeah, you have to be. But I'm still confident to win game five. 9-0 at home, that's nothing to shake your head at. I mean, I don't care. I, they got beat just as bad as the Cavs did. We literally did the same things to each other two separate times. You could say the momentum's in the Cavs' direction, which at this moment it is, but you're coming into Boston, and they are unbeaten there. So I'm still confident, but I am. There's some nerves. There's definitely some nerves. I, I will say this. One positive that I did see is Terry Rozier had his best game on the road yet uh, yesterday. Yeah, so that's a did. positive. You know, he 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 does not play good on the road. That's a positive. Hopefully, the Celtics being back at home could change the tide in their favor because you know we are we know they're a home team. Sully, what do you think? I'll tell you what's not a positive is when they turn it over half the amount of times as as Cleveland Boston does ten to nineteen, and they still lose by nearly ten points, and. They have their five starters all in double digits. That's not good. I mean, they had a consistent scoring. You know, they didn't shoot the ball great, but neither did Cleveland as well. To add on to that, Cleveland made eight three-pointers. They didn't. This wasn't a game where they uh, shot, you know, crazy from three. They still won. And I think it goes to a point earlier I was talking about the last two games. They've been getting killed on the boards. I believe they've lost by uh, 10 and 11 on the boards the last two games. 15 so, last night, Sully. It was 15, oh, it was 15 last night? And nine, nine of those were offensive rebounds, which is the second-chance oh, point. is well, really kept us from going on these runs. We get yeah, Tristan Thompson's been a monster. Yeah, he has, and it it's scary. I mean, that's Kevin Love so is a very underrated rebounder. Every night, 11, 12, 13, every night. Then LeBron, I mean, he only had like five the other day, but he's always a force. So, I mean, if I'm a Celtic fan, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I know why Tom would think they're going to win game five because they're so good at home. But the, the Kings playing with a vengeance right now. He's coming for heads. It wouldn't surprise me if they win these last two, close it out in six. And Terry Rozier on LeBron, that's not going to work out. I don't, I don't know what they're doing there. He's, he was 4-4 for nine points when Terry Rozier guards him. They gotta, I'm sure Brad will fix that, but that was awful. Yeah, they were just, I think they were just trying to throw something different at him, whether it was like a double or not switching on all the screens, sticking with the guy, or throwing a switch every now and then. I mean, but when he would get switched to Terry, that was just not obviously not going to work. I don't know whether that was miscommunications because it only did happen four times. 
But you could have think maybe is that part in LeBron exploiting that and seeing that and it's kind of an unintentional thing. It's a breakdown of the defense because I don't think that he thought for a second Terry was going to be able to defend LeBron. No, it's LeBron. It's LeBron oh. versus Brad Stevens. That's yeah. that's LeBron versus Brad Stevens but, and LeBron yeah. taking it into his own hands off the switch. But I'm sure Brad will combat something, but that can't happen because every time that's an automatic too. Every Come time. On. Yeah, Come oh, on, absolutely. Sully. Sully, let's be honest. Come on. I know Tyron Lue, before the game, he drew it up. He's a mastermind of all these things. But no. He's, I, you know, he's just so good. We don't give him enough credit, I think. We don't Tyron give him Lue. enough credit. But it's just. But, Tom, it's like you said. You cannot have. It, bro, and it was something that they never fixed throughout the whole game. It was constantly Terry guarding LeBron. That's that's barbecue yeah. chicken, like James Harden said. Well, you cannot have. You dude. cannot have. Uh, Rosier Garden LeBron. They were doing the same thing that that Hugh, uh, Golden State did to Houston in Game One. They would just set picks until LeBron and KD got freed up to the guy that is switched on to the guy that they wanted him to guard forty feet from the basket, and then they would just take this person one on one. In in Durant's case, it was Harden and Nene and Capella, and in LeBron's case, it was Rosier and Horford, and. We saw it all night uh, that Cleveland was just they were they had the they had the bucket scored before they even got into the in within the three point line just because of who they had LeBron matched up on, and I thought it was really weird to just see Stevens not make an adjustment there when it was so evident to even I would assume the average like knowledgeable fan that yep. that's what they were doing. Um, you know, it was like a, it was a literally like a, a high school basketball move, and I just couldn't, I didn't understand why Stevens wasn't making the change. And it was really the Celtics didn't have great help defense last night either. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it, it's this series is interesting. I mean, I I talked about it last week. I said I'm gonna regret it when I say it, hoping that we would have a, a LeBronless finals. Um, but it, I think we've seen what what the Cavs can be. 50% of the time what they can't be like when they're when they when they're clicking on all cylinders they're they're tough to beat but when they're not they're pretty easy to beat and and we we've been switching back and forth all see all, all playoffs with them we don't know who we don't know what we're going to get um so you got to you got to wonder what if they have the consistency to get it done they only got to get it done one time in Boston but it's not like they haven't been beat at home yet this year. So, you know, who's to say Boston can't steal one in, in Cleveland, too? They're not winning game six on the road. They're not. Uh, I, I, I mean, if they didn't get down by 19 in this game, if they didn't have that bad start, they yeah, kept getting it to within no, eight. Think about how bad Cleveland and 13. played. They, they turned it over 19 times and only made eight threes. That's that's a rarity at home for them. That's not that's not that's not going to happen very often. Right, but seven of them came in the third quarter when the Celtics made their run. In the first half, the Cavs got that 19-point lead, and then they just kept it. They kept the lead the entire game. Like there was once you get yeah, down by still, that much in that situation. Still, if we're going to talk about if, if, the, yeah. if we're going to talk about Boston's ability to win at home, their ineptitude to win on the road is just as is just as vast. Bad. Oh yeah, yeah they have yeah. one road and win. I'm not saying that they're a great road team. They're I'm not going to win Game Six. I'll I'll do something crazy if they win Game Six. They're not going to win Game Six. <laughs> Give me and something crazy to do, and I'll do it. Get a bleacher fan tattoo. 
Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fucking nuts. That would be awesome. I'll, I'll it, get a bleacher fan tattoo. The logo's not changing, Jones. Are we wow. are we set with the logo? We're gonna change it next week. Yeah, we're changing the day after you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, Sonny? But also, it doesn't help the fact. I don't know if, if I was just my mom listens this. to this, so she's gonna be like, "Oh no, you're not getting a tattoo, <laughs> not another one, Matthew." <laughs> you kidding me? You don't think I'm listening? I don't know if anyone else noticed this too. The the Celtics just don't have any ball rotation now. Like they're not passing the ball. Like, bro, with yeah. twenty one seconds, twenty seconds left on the shot clock, they're chucking up threes. It's like, guys, maybe make a second or third pass. Maybe try to get the ball around the court. See, and that's the thing, they're so fucking good at that at times. They move the ball excellent at times. And they play well in transition, and they do all this, but now like they get stuck in there. They get down, and they're all like, oh, I need to put the fucking team on my back. Let's play isolation. It's like, no, you're not those players. Like, you're it not will be better at home. It will be better at home. And, but it's like, I don't know why they can't fucking do that on the road. They did it against <laughs> Sixers that game, yeah, game three. That they, they're they're such times? a young team. They're such a young team. They really don't have many leaders out there on the floor. I mean, they exactly. have some very competent, really young, great players. But they just don't know how to handle it. I don't know whether it's their routine or they just, I mean, they were in college like a year or two ago, Jalen Brown and Tatum. But, I mean, it's really, I mean, they got Horford and Morris. I mean, those are the main players that have experience. But even Terry, he's been, what is this, the start of fourth year? But he's, yeah. it's like, it's like he's got like a new guy, though, because he hasn't been in situations like right. this. Right, he hasn't, he hasn't ever been the starter Even though he did play improved, as we said, he played improved, but he hasn't been as good on the road either. I think we're right. going to see a really good game five. I think it'll be very close. I'm gonna. I think the Celtics are going to win. I, I like the way George Hill is being aggressive. Uh, who knows with J.R. Smith, but guys like George Hill, he needs to be aggressive. Kyle Korver's killing it. And another thing, Thomas Kevin Love didn't play good offensively. Three and no, twelve from the field. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think he'll play better in the next game. He only had nine points. I think he only had nine but, points. I think yeah. three twelve shooting in, in so, game. What was it? Game three, he also went three of 12 or four of 12. So Kevin yeah, needs to wake the fuck up. Watson with misses rebounding, which is really, which yeah. is really. JR big. shot pretty well. JR had some big shots to yeah, uh, I think end some it. runs yeah, there. Dude. Yeah, three for six JR, three. The, the key to JR is if JR is covered, contested, he's making that shot in your face. If JR is wide open, that ball is going three to five rows behind the fucking backboard. <laughs> like, this guy, I it's, it's mind-boggling. Like, he cannot make a wide-open shot by himself, but contested, he is automatic. Sniper. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, JR is just an enigma. <laughs> and, oh, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dave knows. Dave knows more. All right, so oh before we move Never... on from this series, is it that the Celtics are terrible on the road, or are the Cavs just waking up? Both. Yeah, both. I think it's both. You don't lose by that much without it being both. Yeah, that game three was bad. Game three was real bad. Game three is bad. I, I, I really I really had a feeling it was going to be bad. I mean, I know, Tom, you were hopeful they were going to win, but that that's a game where, where LeBron wins. They yeah, actually, funny enough, they lost game. They had similar same thing happen in the uh, Bucks series. They lost by 24 in game three. They had a like a like probably a ten nine yeah. ten point loss game yeah. four and then came back and won five pretty convincingly. I just so. I didn't think there was any way that LeBron's losing 
game three going down oh yeah. three against the Kyrie Le Celtics. Like he's just yeah, and he stepped up. I mean, actually, game three, it was like a team effort. He only had 27. It was a, te- it was a team effort. He, he had like 27, 14, and 13 or something. He had a very like mixed that. game last night. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't rebound, yeah. and he turned it over a lot, but he was just so dominant yeah. scoring. I was going to say, but that, that game three, like you guys are saying, but one thing I noticed about LeBron, and it was – I hate to fucking say because I hate him so much. <laughs> but the passes he was making in that game, just honestly, I just sat, and I was like, I have to just – Admire greatness right now because the how he was finding guys, threading the needle, passing under fucking players, just getting guys open and finding always just finding the right read. It was remarkable. Jones yeah. is just glowing Fuck right him. now. Fuck LeBron right now. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Uh, I was confused. I was confused. We were touch, touching upon the the Celtic struggles before. Uh, I was confused that they didn't slow it down and try and run the offense through Horford because he's one of their leaders. He's still one of their smartest offensive players. He's a great passer. Um, I thought that was a chance to kind of take the ball out of, you know, Rozier's hands for a bit and kind of have Horford run run the offense from the high post almost and really let the wings go wild from there. Um, so it was just – it was a weird coaching night to me. Um it's not often that I think I could coach a game better than Brad Stevens, but I just thought there were some glaring things that were being missed. Yeah, it was definitely a rare thing to see him not really make the adjustments. You know, I figured going into the half that they were going to make some major adjustments, come out and get this thing I real just close. Wanna, I just want to hear Dave say something positive about LeBron. We go talking about LeBron. Dave, we have to see about that. <laughs> I he love completely it. completely goes off tangent, starts talking about the Celtic struggles. <laughs> you don't think I saw that from a mile away, Jones? Um, well, what do you want me to say about positive about LeBron? He played well last night <laughs> for the fir- in the, in the, in the first half. A little too many turnovers in the second half. It's sloppy. No, he, I get no, a little lazy trust, on defense. I, trust me. I'm critical of him for turning over. He turned it over way too much. Seven is way too much. Slowest player in the league. Apparently word on the street. See that. He, <laughs> he, takes, his, he takes his rests. Walks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, who is a Wendy that wrote about that? that it's, it's, Pretty smart on his behalf, though, because yeah, he, he, that get... article was so fucking stupid. They were trying to make make shit seem like LeBron's the only person on the planet who like takes like takes it easy when somebody's at the free throw line, or like the only person that calls timeouts. No, it's all good in the NFL. Taking plays off is a death sentence, but in the NBA, <laughs> it's it's applauded. Uh, well, I guess. if you do it in the NFL, you you could have a career-ending injury. You could. Just get killed if you're if like if you're on the line and you you take a play fifty percent. I mean you're getting you're getting like blindside Michael or tossed like God damn ten rows back. Think about think about every bust in the NFL. So like number one of the top three things they say about him takes plays off. Not not interested. Takes plays off. And like Quentin Copels, remember him? He was fucking huge. Yeah, not, it, yeah it's, it's low drive guys. guys. It's low drive guys. It's it's yeah. guys that don't that don't care. Like if you're an edge rusher and you're not trying, that's not a good thing. It's the thing you need to do. <laughs> That's maybe not good, but you know what else is not good? The Houston Rockets getting their doors blown off. <laughs> I love the doors blown by off. By the Golden the State. Segway. Not good. <laughs> by the Golden State Warriors. 126 to 85. I have some Horrible. breaking news. They're not really out. breaking news. Andre Godala is actually out for tonight's game. I mean, when the listeners are seeing that are listening to this, it'll probably be after the game, but 
because this is eight o'clock for us right now, Eastern time. But he went Bro, from doubtful like an hour ago. The question, what? I think that happened literally an hour ago. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one told me about it. PM on Tuesday. Just so, All right. so, <laughs> so let's let's take it with that. What's what's the impact of Iggy being out tonight? What do you guys think? Is this uh, something huge? Is it going to be a game changer for the Warriors? Huge, really big. It is massive. It is absolutely massive. It's really Iggy. big. I saw a stat today that um, the Iguodala has only given up one field goal out of forty-one possible matchups. I mean, that's just he's mind-boggling, beast, dude. He's a fucking monster. I mean, I we know he's a very, you know, cunning, smart, veteran, great defender, but that stat was just was like he's given up one field goal. I mean, he's a lockdown defender still at whatever how old he is, 34, yeah. 35. But I mean I mean he's he's their death lineup. I mean, he's the Hamptons five, whatever you want to call it. He's the guy. So now you're you're getting extra minutes from so many players are out. West is out, McCaw's out. Um, you know, they can't play Pachulia or McGee, so they're gonna have to play a combination of Young, Bell, and, and Looney, and I guess Cook too. More Cook, but but I mean Cook would be real. That'd be going really small. I mean defensively, I think that'd be a <laughs> mismatch for them. But I mean Looney's Looney shows a lot of versatility. They'll probably give a lot of Looney. Um, Yo, Swag, Swaggy P is gonna have a night tonight. He's gonna prove his worth. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I get he's gonna come out. He's gonna he's gonna have like sixteen or seventeen off the bench. You know why I'm laughing? Check this out. So we're speaking of Swaggy P. Swaggy P paid eighteen minutes, took three shots. Right? Quinn Cook. Check this fucking stat out. The Rockets got dominated so bad that Quinn Cook played the last five minutes of the game, made all four of his shots, and wound up with eleven points. He played five minutes. And wound up with a plus minus of plus twelve. Houston, I didn't even watch the fourth <laughs> quarter. I think I, I don't know who threw it in more, me or Houston. I don't know who threw in the towel yeah. more, me or Houston. Jesus, I mean, That's, talk about so Houston having a problem. Hey, but a Oh my God! I look away for a minute, and the Sox are up three nothing. What a time to be alive! What a, what a humble brag. Yeah, uh, but it's. I don't know. I mean. I, I, I think it's going to – I hope, I pray it's a close game. Someone, the basketball gods, do you hear me? <laughs> Give me a close game. To last night was the competitive game I asked for against the Celtics in Boston, even though, you know, obviously Cleveland was in control the whole time. But this, hopefully this is the first close game of the conference finals. It's just been such bad basketball. It's just – at this rate, Houston's going to blow them out. At this rate, it's like Houston's going to win by 18, and then and then who, who knows? I mean, will that happen? Who knows? But it's really like whoever has the more pressure on them seems to seems to rise to the occasion who needs is in a must-win. It's like, oh, game one, Houston needs to win. They lose. Game two, they oh. win. It's just like a back-and-forth seesaw. It's a shitty pattern. I, Co- I according, according to D'Antoni, pressure's all on the Warriors. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. That was like poking the bear. Like, he, I, I understand why people, and I talked to Tony today, and it's like the way he talks, both like the way he talks and what he says, it's 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 stupid. I think he's a better coach than people give him credit because he does get teams far. He's just not very good defensively, but offensively, he's a great coach. He's, a, he's, he's never made the finals, right? No. No, right? The Suns conference finals is the furthest, and then and then this. Yeah, damn shame. Another year in the eliminated in the Western Conference finals. 
Well, we'll see. If I have a strong feeling whoever wins this game will win the series. And and anyone who picked the Warriors yeah. is probably going to think that's crazy, but... Um, I think the Warriors probably still win tonight. Well, Tom, did you hear what I just said? I said if yeah. whoever wins this <laughs> wins this. So I said if Houston wins this game is 2-2, then they have two of the last three at home. And if they if they would regain home court advantage from this. Yeah, I know. I just think the Warriors win tonight, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then if, I, if they do, they're going to win in yeah, six. They're going to win in six if, if, if they do. Yeah, yeah it's over. It's over in six. It's over. If they it's, win. over. Yeah. It's, it's clearly over in, in, in six. I mean, Houston would probably put up a fight on the road, and then midway through the third quarter, they'd start draining threes, and then Harden would play some exceptional defense and be like, fuck this, and, and, How about and he'd Curry? walk off. Curry looked way better this game. He hit 13 of his 23 shots for 34. Yo, that, that step back against Harden from like Bro, six feet on so the line. Oh, my God. seeing that. When that went in, like, I was like, this guy's not real. Yeah, because he was like, fuck this. I'm, here's a taste of your own medicine. Fucking, he just load him to sleep, step back, boom. Here's where I give Stephen Curry credit. Because to, game two, let's not make no mistake about it. He was used and abused by Harden and especially Chris Paul. He was, he was acted a fool. He was, oh my God. I don't know if I recall someone getting, when Harden gets beat, he doesn't try. Which is bad, which is awful. I give Curry credit. He tries. He just, he physically could not stay with them. And he was just getting worked. But he There's does, a, yeah. he goes at it. He competes, whether it's awful like that, he competes. And when his three's not going, he does drive to the basket. He does look to get other people involved. He's not a one-trick pony, as some people may think he is. So he really does try to, whether it's, whether it's drive and, you know, because he is an exceptional uh, finisher at the basket, yeah, which a that, lot of people don't realize if you like. And, you know, he is a very good passer as well, most of them. And he really, he relied on those. And then once the shots start, start, started going, he, you know, he let it fly. And then, you know, you see the 35 points in a blowout. But I don't think that means he's going to go off game, this game. I mean, I'm not saying he'll have a bad game, but I'm not, I don't think like people are like, he found his shot. His shot was never really gone. I mean, yeah. in practice, you don't think he's making 97 of 100? Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, that's, like yeah. he just forgot how to shoot. Stuff very proud yeah. how to shoot. Game two, they wore him down, and if you wear him down, his legs are going to be gone. And then you know, when your legs are shot in the fourth quarter, shots aren't falling as as easily as in pregame when you don't have any wear and tear down. That's the key for them. They need to go at him, and they need to wear him down. He just that's doesn't look one hundred percent still. Like that's the thing. Yeah, I think he might he have come back look, too early. And it's it's is the consi- like. The consistency of playing a full season and then missing all the time that he did, man. Some people just get out of rhythm, get out of groove. But my favorite part, there were two things that I loved about this game. Sean Livingston, like what he did to James Harden, should be a crime punishable by law. How he faked them out and left them at the three point line while he was blowing past them and laying it up. I, no dunking it. That was a crime punishable by law. And when KD told Chuck to go downstairs and talk to Draymond, I mean, it's about God. Oh, that was so good. Chuck just keeps talking shit. That was so good. Thank God somebody. Yeah, KD, that. I've never seen anyone shrivel up and regret their words (laughs) than Charles Barkley did right there. (laughs) You could see the look on Durant's face, too, when as soon as he said it, he was like, oh, yeah? yeah? Like, how? 
How about you go down there and fucking say hi, see what happens? Like, <laughs> yeah. he, was like he was like, you really want to go there? This is what's going to happen. Like, you're going to get called out right now. <laughs> exactly. I would love to see. I would love to see uh, TNT either for this or for the finals because likely they'll make it if they if they win this game. That they have um, him on the set. I need I need TNT to have Draymond on the set with Ernie, Chuck, Shaq, and Kenny the Jet. I need to see that. That's must see oh TV. My favorite part was Shaq. I need Barkley to not know it's going to happen. Oh yes. yeah, so yeah, you get to see him shocked and surprised. Yeah. 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 My favorite part was yeah. Talk about I need him. I need him right next to Barkley on the right hand side. Just walk up behind him. Oh my god! You're you're a knucklehead. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part was Shaq going. He'll apologize if he saw him. He'll apologize. That's what he'll do. Wait, Shaq (laughs) sons Chuck all the time. He does. It's great. You you don't got no championships. This is plot twist. Plot (laughs) twist. They do this, whatever, for the finals or something. They get into a fight. Draymond gets suspended for the fight, misses the game. The Eastern Celtics Conference win. team picks up the game. Yeah, the Celtics or the Cavs. <laughs> he gets suspended. I don't know if that's possible, but imagine he throws fits on live air. I mean, <laughs> would, he, would he so not get reprimanded for that? You know, yeah, he probably. For that? He'd probably get, like, the Ron Artest for that. He'd probably I mean, go. He, he would get, like, half a season. <laughs> I feel like he gets so long for that. I feel like he would. Yeah, something would have to happen. I mean, that fucking bra. <laughs> John's right, enjoying so, uh, Malice <laughs> at the Palace, baby. Yeah, Malice at the Palace, bro. That bra was insane. <laughs> I remember watching that shit live. That was fucking the craziest thing I've ever seen. Just a young Jones watching that shit. Did the only I, I was I... like thir- 13, 14 when that happened. I wasn't that young. The only other time I've I think you were older, that. even. What year was yeah, that? I think I think it was 04. 04. Hold on. Yeah, I was like. Because I was watching basketball then. I started in sixth grade. <laughs> it was in 04. 04. I, that I was, was watching basketball, watching basketball by then, too. So that's 14 years ago. Damn, I was, I was 11 I was, years old. I was eight. Pistons won a title that year. Beat the Lakers. Yeah. Was, is that Ben Wallace? Yeah, but I just remember Jermaine O'Neal on the Pacers. Taking probably Bro. like a yes. five or six step running start and just leveling this distance <laughs> man that was on the court. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so just bad. But decked him so bad. Yeah, the guy yeah. drops. So you see it in the video. <laughs> like Jermaine O'Neal, like falls down. Giving how many him games did he get that? Punch. Like ten. I think I think O'Neal was the second most. He got like twenty or something. Twenty. Yeah, how much? What was our test suspension? Was it half? A it was season? like the rest of the year. It was like thirty, thirty-five, or forty. Yeah, games. yeah. Jermaine was the second it. most because he literally assaulted a man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he never went into the. He knocked out a couple of fans, but he never went into the stands. So I think that's yeah. why he didn't get like crazy. <laughs> For on our test, man. Metal world peace. But remember the next game. Jermaine got Pacers twenty-five. Had- Jackson got thirty. Uh, ben and uh, yeah. I forgot about Jackson. Steven Jackson fucked people yeah, up that Yeah, he was fucking night. there. Wow. Uh, it was great. But, yeah, the next day the Pacers, like, had to sign, like, three people to 10-day contracts just to house a, a full team. <laughs> Field the team on the court. That's so. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's time for some segments. Let's get into real or fake news sports segment. The you first are fake one news. 
The first one up. The Mets signing Jose Bautista is going to make a huge impact to their team. Real or fake news? Can you get I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever heard more fake news yeah. than that. Well, here's Mind the thing that's fake. funny. Let's go. I, I mean, yes. Here's the thing that's funny. I think it's fake news. I don't think it's the biggest news. He he ripped the double his first at bat, and he's got to only run right now. So <laughs> can, can he hit? I mean, he can. He's he, already he, playing. What the fuck? He's, he's already yeah, bro. He's in the game. He's literally playing. Took, yeah. He walks in at six forty-five. They say, Jay Bruce, you're out of the lineup on the lefty. Jay Bruce has been abysmal. They say, Jay Bruce, hit the pine on the lefty versus lefty matchup. We're bringing in Bautista off the street. Bro, first they were at bat, his plane. the double. And he scores, and he scores off of a sack fly. Like, yeah. like you can't make this He's shit up. He's in the game, I, I, bro. He... He's gonna bring it up. I literally thought you were making it up. No, nah, bro. He is literally <laughs> in the game. Nuts. Like, like the thing is, he is gonna help us right now because Cespedes is injured. Lagares is out for the year with a toe injury. He's a pussy. Um, <laughs> I like I don't, I don't know what that. It was something with his toe fracture. So we got Nimmo. Uh, who's really good. He's, like, on base 45% of the time. Conforto's getting it together quietly. And then Bruce has been so abysmal, but we don't have a fourth outfielder. So we needed a fourth outfielder, and then we could use him at third, where Frazier's just another Met player who's died. Like, he's, like, the hamstring isn't healing very good at 32, I guess. He's he's still out. So he does he does give us some um, utility in, in left and right and, and third as well. So right now he's going to help us. Um, a decent amount, but when we're healthier, he shouldn't play much. But he's a big battle off the bench who has popped, but I still right. fake news. Tom, real or fake news? You're the last one. Oh, for that? I that's fake as shit. Dude, Jose Bautista didn't do a fucking goddamn thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he hit a double, but like, I don't know, man. He's old. He's old. He's washed up. What is he, 36, 37? Yeah, it's not 2014 anymore, man. Remember that he bat flip? It. He Remember was the it bat flip dude on that grand slam? He fucking just crushes the ball, holds it, stares the pitcher down, and just throws that shit. Yeah, he's such oh, an that asshole. Was filthy dude. That, he's I such an asshole. That, like, yeah, the whole AL East hates him. The whole AL East hates him deservedly so. He just so does Roughnet Odor. Yeah, but Bautista's such a motherfucker. Yeah, I fucking hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. He like, oh, but that was such a badass moment. That bat flip off that grand slam. I was like, holy. Oh, it's so like arguably guy. the greatest bat flip ever. Yeah. I like, I fucking yeah. hate that it's him. Oh, I know. I wish it could have been anybody else. Yo, yeah, he's like, I literally got... would rather it be David Ortiz than him. Yeah. He's probably got a decent amount of home runs for compared to how late he started getting it going. I mean, he probably has what? Three, three thirty, three, three twenty. Probably you were so close because he has three thirty three. Ooh, Damn, so that was a good guess. The kid is on the phones here. I didn't look. <laughs> he didn't start taking the steroids until he was twenty nine. So he's only got like seven <laughs> years. I, I don't think years of Jones, he, No, I don't think he completely changed his swing. Yeah, I was gonna say it was the. Yeah, the swing it was change. much faster after he became much stronger because the steroids. Is it possible? <laughs> is it possible? Yes, it's possible, but. Well, I right, would guys. I would classify it as a probable. I know that I know the NFL got rid of that designation. Is it as likely as LeBron using steroids? No, there's like, something you like LeBron to talk about, Jones. More like no, LeBron, not steroids. I just HGH might, man, might and then when they banned HGH it, usage. 
Then when they banned it, he lost like 40 pounds. Like, yeah, he did. That was the year he went down 40 pounds. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Of course. When did he go down 40 pounds? He's like 260, 250. I didn't lose 40, Bro, but dude, when he, he, he left like, the heat down. after. The year they banned yeah. HCH2 the next season, he was a different person. Yeah, no, he, he was. Yeah. That was the year he cut. That's the year he yeah, he, he cut, cut like cut so much because of Ray the HGH out of his life. It wasn't forty pounds. LeBron was never too telling you it was. <laughs> dude, it was no, a lot. No, Look at the no, it was. Oh, no, it was. Dude, back up since then. He did. LeBron was never two hundred eighty pounds. Second to last year, he added. He added more since then, so he was lower. He cut it to twenty pounds lower than he is now, and then added back half the weight he lost. Over since then, you're saying he went from 270 to 230. I'm saying he went from 270 to like 215, 220. No, <laughs> he was never 215. Maybe Are not too serious. Like uh, no, two, no way he's ever 215. Like that's that's two, wild. 25, 215, Jones. 225, uh, would, 230. I'll say a lowest he ever been. I know he was much thinner that year, and he did some different 230. I'll say. Bro, hold on, hold on, Sully, hold on. Look, this is, I'm reading, I'm looking at pictures, reading this article. LeBron says he's down to 250 pounds. And the, it's by Business Insider, the 67-day diet that LeBron used to lose a ton of weight. Yeah, down so to 250, not 215. Yeah, yeah, it was bro, down to 250. Like 50 Cent in that movie where he gets cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bro! <laughs> yo, <laughs> damn, what's the name of that movie? That was a good movie, yo. Like, I don't know, <laughs> but, dude, he's a fuck. Oh, he looks oh, like you Usain oh, Bolt. Oh, Lord. Dude, him right. and Peyton Manning both <laughs> using HGH. The juice, the juice. All right, our next one. Tom Brady being absent from OTAs is a direct shot at Bill Belichick. Real or fake news? I told you I was going to spice this shit up, this one. Oh, we'll leave that to Tommy Buns. It is on the cusp of both. Because he was, it's not that he just ah. didn't go to OTAs. He, him and Gronk were at his facility at Gillette Stadium, just not at OTAs. Like they were, why it's real news in a direct shot. Yeah, that's the only part of it, though. But other than that, like, he didn't go to OTAs last year either. I don't know why this is a big deal. Is it because Gronk isn't going to? Gronk thought he was going to retire at one point. Like, but, I don't but see, last he doesn't... year, they weren't on good terms either. We just didn't know as much. And they were within a drive of possibly winning the Super Bowl. So, like, I don't see the problem well, that's, causing that's, issues. That's, you're, you're, you're talking about a different thing right there. You're talking about if it's no, a direct I'm shot. I'm saying it doesn't. Thing, how it's going to affect their winning is another. That's 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 the that's question. what I mean. That's why it's like fake. I think it's a direct shot. I, I, w- I would say clearly they're not on good terms. And a lot of Patriot fans think it's a lot, but don't like to admit it. But it's not. A, and we're not saying they're not going to make the playoffs. And they they're capable of going very far this year. But I'd say it's real news. Yeah, Tom, by the way, Tom, uh, Brady has never missed a OTA. Oh, really? Uh, I thought he didn't yeah. go last year. Either. No, he, he's Back never missed OTA. Me. Take yeah, the L, Tommy. I have to. I thought um, that was false, but I didn't. I didn't. I, Anthony had the fact check, so I let let him take care of it. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, I love the Patriots. Everybody knows that. It's a huge deal for me because it's just you. You got to think about it. We've added a lot of skill players this year, like Barrios, all these other wide receivers that we've added, and guys that he can grow and get stronger with. And he's not there. 
like this is always when Tom could come in, work with these guys, grow that acumen, and they gel, and that's why there's always that ease in transi- transitioning from receivers. When when one guy goes down, you bring up another guy. Why? It's because Tom was there in OTAs after practice. They stay late. They go to the fucking end of the goal things. They run those goal line shits. Can't tell you how much I've read upon it. I think it is a direct shot. I don't know what's going on with these guys, but they need to figure this shit out. I, I mean... There's no doubt in my mind, hopefully not none of you guys mind that Tom's going to show up out of shape to OTAs. I mean, he's a fucking insane bastard. I'm sure he's doing crazy workouts, but... He's got the bands. He's got the bands going. He's got the resistance <laughs> bands. He's got, he's, got Alex, shit. he's got Alex Guerrero rubbing his muscles. You already know he's... Got it. Out hey, ooh, you like that, Tommy? He's, he's got his son rubbing his tongue. I knew you were going to say <laughs> oh, it. I knew you were going to fucking say it. Game set. <laughs> Back. I'm scrubbing that. I'm scrubbing that from the episode. <laughs> you can never scrub it from our memories. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, so what do you think? Real or fake news? Um, I think it, it's a combination of uh, uh I think it is a sl- shot at Bill in certain ways. Um, but I think it's just a combination of the three of them, like Brady, Gronk, and Bill, kind of whether consciously or sub subconsciously uh realizing that it, it, this is kind of coming to an end it, it's in the next couple of years the three of them in some form or another aren't all going to be there uh whether that's gronk retiring i think gronk's i think this is his last year at, at, no matter the result yeah he's um, the first to go yeah he's yeah. got it, you're talking you guys talking about doing movies with the rock i mean that's more than he makes in a year and he's gonna work for six weeks at most there be some garbage so, ass movies but yeah 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 exactly we're gonna get 80 skyscrapers with Gronk in them, <laughs> but but he's gonna well, he's gonna walk away with 50 million dollars in gross earnings every year because of it, and he's never gonna have to get another concussion again. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's I think great Brady. I think the rift in that ESPN article between Brady and Bill was real to an extent, and I think Brady's kind of just like done with it. Um, he's kind of I think it's shown you know with his TB12 stuff and the training center and the Guerrero. Yeah, incidents it, like it, he's kind of distancing himself from like the not the the Patriots or like kind of the he's making his own path and he doesn't exactly. clearly doesn't have have faith in in the Patriot in the way being system. yeah yeah being being the the reason or the way that gets him to play until he's forty five, um, and so I I think he's just kind of done with it. Um, he knows he, whether he knows he only has a few years left, or he knows Bill is only going to be here for another year or two. Then he, he's probably just kind of you know waiting it out. I'm going to do my own thing, and I'm going to try and win some Super Bowls. Um, but I think yeah. he realizes he needs Bill to do that. Um, so exactly, it's, I, I think it's just, I think it's just them kind of checking each other. Uh, Brady saying, you know, like I, I still have some say here, and I, I. Uh, you know, I can always, I can always leave. And and uh, you know, you touched up on a lot of great top uh, points and topics. And it's, I agree with a lot of what you said. It's crazy. A lot of people who know me know, you know, <laughs> I try to defend this team as much as I can. But I mean, after that Super Bowl, I think, I think Brady just saw it's like I could have had another fucking ring had you just played Butler or made these different switches or whatnot. And it's just. Brady, I mean, Bill openly attacking his trainer in front of everyone when every, like, Gronk and all these other guys, like Hightower, they want to get treatment from Guerrero. 
And I'm not a fucking health expert, but the guys that Guerrero's worked for worked with, their bodies have held up for a seat for a long season. Like Julian Edelman, if you look at it at the beginning of his career, he could never play a full season. That was his that was always his bugaboo. So it wasn't Walker, last year not, either. Not last year either. So it you know Hey oh <laughs> You know, the Jets they really had a great year last year, right? Right, Sully? Off topic. Unwarranted. <laughs> immediately throws shady. Yeah. Fuck the they, they, they actually won more games than I wanted them to. But we got the guy anyway. Yeah, no, that was a... Second rounders. Like we said, great stuff. All right, let's move on. Let's, let's move up to the next one. All right, this one is... This one might blow Sully's eardrums. He might have a heart attack. <laughs> I might have right. some vertigo. Real or fake news? The Yankees are going to have the greatest offensive season ever seen in baseball. Real or fake news? As defined by what? Most runs scored? It's a good question. Let's go with <laughs> runs scored, home runs. Wasn't that the bet? Um, I think, well, yeah, I do. Ha- I, I bet Sully Yankees would, would yeah. lead the league in runs. Um, but I, I think, I think they could lead the league in both runs and home runs. I think they will lead the league in both runs and home runs. And well, well runs would be, runs would be the more applicable statistic. I would, I would think to measure this. Yeah. But this the Mets, is the Mets had the second, the tied for the most home runs in the national league last year, but their offense wasn't. It was yeah. Like no. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree that runs is the. But what, I would have to know who where. holds the record. I think it's the O one Mariners or the, that really nasty Mariners team, like with the Edgar record, A Rod, Griffey. So the record for most runs scored by a major league team during a single season is a thousand two hundred and twelve, set by the Boston Bean Eaters, now the Atlanta Braves. The modern day <laughs> record is in what year? <laughs> a thousand two hundred twelve and how 18, many games? This was in eighteen ninety four. Um, yeah, okay, um, it's not real. All right, so they the modern day record, that's why fake news. The, the modern day record is a thousand sixty seven achieved by the nineteen thirty one Yankees. But that was that was not in that's not in one hundred sixty two games. How many right. how many games did they play back then? What is it? Was it one fifty five? Yeah. Oh, uh, I might no, back was, then. It, it might be even, even more. No, well, less. Lower than that. Less, if anything. Yeah, it was. I less. mean, yeah. It was I mean, less, maybe, yeah. yeah. Sorry, maybe I even think less. they play like. So, I'll get more. I'm like, you're doing 162 now. What? What was it? <laughs> 1067 divided by. If we call it 155, it's 6.88. They're not touching that. They're at like 5.7. Fake news. You are fake news. They very well. I very well could be wrong though. They. I mean, they probably will have the. Uh, the most runs. I mean, they're they've been very explosive and uh, dangerous, and I hate to see it, but it's fake news. They're like a runoff right now per game. So, Tommy, what do you think? You're in the division. That's it, fake news, dude. Look at look at the last couple weeks. Look who's leading the league in batting average and home runs. Look at who's fucking. Look at who's nine runs behind you in the run. Well, that's category. not the criteria we're going by. Jesus the run, run scored Tom, though. Tom is just run, like <laughs> run average in home runs. Yeah, but runs were only eleven behind. That's what I'm saying. All of this is adding hey. to the fact that we're scoring as many runs. Oh yes, yeah, so we scored three runs tonight. That's right. So you're it's gonna be. 
Yeah. Tommy's so, really and, and Mookie, every run. Mookie's <laughs> leading the league with, solely with 16 home runs after tonight. I don't too. buy the Red like, Sox offense as much as well, me, as much as some do. Oh my God! You have JD Martinez and Mookie Betts, two guys that we knew were going to be. Sure, yeah, but like you say, Sandy Leone and Bradley, the holes, gaping holes down there. Yeah, but they're doing that without yeah. those batters. They're doing that without those guys. No, they could. They I mean, they could be potentially better if they got it together. But I mean, when it comes to Maybe. buying the Yankees or the Red Sox, I'm way more buying the Yankees. The Yankees. Offense, it's not even gotcha. close. And obviously, I despise that team. Our nine guys, the rookie rookie of the year right now. They have like seventeen guys that can like <laughs> put up runs. They have like literally Later. seven guys. They I like hated to see that. Torres, all these guys, it's the joke. Hicks is like, Billy, a- shouldn't you be rooting for me, bro? You have money on this, dude. I, 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 I fight for me, you. My heart Don't is fight against you. me. My head, fight with me. my heart is with you. My head is. <laughs> Yo, and if you know Sully says it, there's there's some reasoning behind it. But since we're on baseball, let's slide right over to the who's hot and who is not. Tom, we were talking about it before this episode. Go ahead and hit us with the homer pick. Oh, no, that was for a different Mookie thing. Mookie Betts for the that, sixth no, that, straight week. That was for a different thing. Mookie Betts, I didn't say Mookie last week. I forget I know, what I said just, last week. You fucking who's not, fuck. Who's hot? Tommy, who's hot and who's not? Tell us. All right. I went with teams. I went with teams for this. I got the okay. Phillies pretty hot, seven and three in their last ten. Odubel Herrera fucking killing it this month. Oh, he's money. Last seven games, Fancy. that's two eighty with six RBIs off just seven hits. Like he had a pretty down week hit wise, and he still drove in six runs. He's three fifty four in May, seventeen RBIs, twenty three hits, eight runs scored, four doubles, four home runs. Phillies are. Scorching right now. They are just winning games. I don't think they've lost a series in Scorching. They're killing it. They are absolutely killing it. Phillies are my hot team. And who's not? Oh, the fucking Kansas City Royals. Jesus Christ. Two and eight in their last (laughs) (laughs) They literally lost two and four to the I can't read my hand right. I think it's the Nats. They got swept by the Rays, dropped two or three to Cleveland. Dude, they're losing by an average of like four and a half runs. Their last 10, they got outscored by 33 runs. Like, that's not good. That, that's not good. They're getting spanked by teams. They are trash. And I just don't understand how this team fell from being one of the top teams in the league not five years ago. So this dumpster That's five. what happens when you're in a small market. It's like 14 fucking games, dude. That's what happens they when you're are- in a small market. You fall off. And, it, like, the decline is not gradual. It's, it's like you go – from being good to like off the face of the earth, right? No after. one's happier to see their demise that makes the Mets even look good more than this guy right here. Didn't, didn't they go to two back to back World Series? They did. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and this team's not really that different. This team's really not that different. They're I mean, they don't have they don't have uh, Hosmer. They don't have as Drupal Cabrera. Right. They don't have uh, who else? They don't have a lot Moustakis of their pitchers. Was there, no. They still, well, Moustakas is still there. I he's still there. He signed. Oh, shit. Whoops. But, I mean, Salvador Perez messed a lot of time for them. Who were their pitchers? I, I'm, I'm, who did they, they had Edison Volquez, right, when he was good? They had... He was their guy, right? Volquez, and they Volquez had... had a, a career year then. Now they're, they're, they have two of the three worst ERA starting pitchers in, the, in all of baseball in um, 
I believe Dan Duffy, and then I forgot the other guy. But they have two of the th- three worst Jeez, starters, right. ERA wise. Their starting pitching is is horrendous, and the Yankees ripped them apart, <laughs> like just r- destroyed them. I don't. Right. Yeah, but I'll I'll give mine. Who's high? Who's not? The A's right now are pretty high. Oh, that was my f- pick. Yeah, they're on a four game win streak. Winners of seven of their last ten. They're doing pretty good. And who's not hot? I feel like I have the same one as you, Sully. The D-backs. One of nine on a five-game losing streak. It is abysmal. Sully, you could go into it a little bit more since we picked the same ones. What what was your reasoning behind it? You know, I mean, Paul Goldschmidt had the guy in fantasy. He had a home run against the Mets, of course. But he's been so bad this year. He's just been so bad. Like, in the last two weeks, 7 of 49, 5 runs, 2 RBIs. He has 13 RBIs on the year. I mean, batting 201 for the year. The last month, he has one home run. He went 104 at-bats between home runs. Paul Goldschmidt, one of the most underrated players year in, year out. Three-time gold glove winner. He doesn't look as good defensively. I mean, A.J. Pollock is on the pine now for 48 weeks. Obviously, I have him in fantasy, too, but we'll recover. He's uh, he's a big blow. But they're, Steven Sousa's really struggled. The guy they got from Tampa, 30-plus home run, 30 home run, Home runs he hit last year. But they got Jake Lamb back in the lineup. Um, he had 30 homers, 105 rib- ribbies last year. Really good hitter. Um, and then, you know, they're going to get Robbie Ray back soon. Um, they'll be okay in the in the grand scheme of things. But right now they're struggling, and they, they may struggle until Goldie figures it out. But, yeah, I, I agree with that pick. They're struggling. And then, you know, like I said, Goldie's my player that's – Struggling so yeah, bad. I know you're a big um, fan of him. Last year, we you spoke high, very highly of him in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, and he and he's just he's such a he's such a great player because he's a fi- he's like a five tool player. He's a three time Gold Glove winner. Yep. I think he stole 19 bags la- last year. He steals so many bases. Hits for power. Average guy does it all. Um, great opposite field power too. Like he's a great opposite field hitter. Oh, uh, he. I mean, he's he's massive. And then for who's hot. Since you stole my my A's, um, <laughs> I'll go with the player actually. I'll, okay, I'll go. I'll go with the player actually. Um, I really like what uh, Brandon Belt has been doing for the uh, Giants. Um, he had a little bit of a down year last year, but guy's been killing it this week. He's got um, six runs, four home runs, eight RBIs. Those totals could be higher if he was on a better offense. Giants have a very good offense, but hit four bombs this week. Um, Nine at twenty-two this week, four oh eight average. Um, he's he's another real powerful guy. Just a little flick of the wrist and it's gone. And that's in a big ballpark in um, in uh, what's that park? San Francisco. Jones, you've been there. AT and T. AT and T Park. AT and T. Jones said it was beautiful, but uh, it's a big yeah. park. It's a big park for a lefty too. They got that big right center. I mean, I think it's like four twenty-one in that gap in right center. Um. He's killing it, and like I like A's pick, like you said, I like that. I like their young core of Chapman starting to get it together. He was in a slump. Simeon, um, you know who's the who's the, uh, Lowry's killing it. He's having a career year, as Tom's made made put us on notice. And then Matt Olson's another. They, he's the third guy that's really really been good at, um, and should be better at first base for them. So they have a bright they have a bright future. And then Blake Trainin Trainin, he's a really good closer. These ERA is like one two one five or something like something in the ones. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean their hitting is just right up there with 
some of the best in the league right now. Yeah, they're just I mean they're twenty five and twenty two. They got it. They're they just need a couple more starting pitchers. They need like another ace and another good guy. They got some like they got some like so so guys. They got Trevor Cahill. They got um or I don't know pronounce his name, the guy with the stash. It's a boss Megden or something. That stash is it's crazy. <laughs> it's gnarly. You saw it. It's, it he, yeah. Like he waxes it like Raleigh fingers. I'll uh, I'll uh, Oakland A's from back in the day. Um, Jesus. Yeah, they're they're a good team for the future. I'll stop talking. I've been talking long enough. You can go, Joe. <laughs> Don't. Go All right, I'll make mine quick. I went with I went with two players here. Um, uh, this one. Tommy's gonna like this one for my hot. Who's hot? I'm JD. going with JD Martinez. I knew it. I knew because somebody was gonna do it. It had to be said. Four home runs in the last seven days, seven RBIs, three eighteen average. Um the guy, you know, for starting a little slow, he's he's really showing why why they needed to bring him in to uh try and keep up with the Yankees offense. Um so it's 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 not good from my point of view to see it, but um, I guess for Tommy's sake, it's it's good to see him finally set, <laughs> settling in. Real quick, I got a question for you guys. I, I saw this on the Red Sox broadcast tonight. Wait, so, before you go, Tom, before you go, I just want to say to the listeners, Tom is so excited to give us this question right now. This guy has been <laughs> salivating this entire oh, episode, just waiting for the right moment. Go ahead, Tom. All right, so right now, Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez, going into tonight, were the league leaders in home runs. The last time a team had two 15-plus home run hitters through the first 47 games was the 2001 Colorado Rockies. Who were the two guys? Todd Helton Larry Walker and Larry Walker. I knew you guys would get it. A little bleacher bully action. That Jesus was a good one. Christ. Let's go. That was a good one. I was like, I was going to bring it up before, and I was like, nah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to throw that one out. You know what? This is this is kind of random, but segue into that. 2001, incredible backyard baseball. Incredible. My favorite, personally. That on was the a good one. Larry Walker, Kirk oh Schilling, yeah. Randy Johnson, Sammy Sosa, Big Mac. Got the juice heads in there. Great, <laughs> stuff. Great stuff, guys. Needles not included. Needles not included. <laughs> unless you get the over 21 edition. <laughs> All right. So... That's all our who's high and who's not. Uh, well, my my who's not is oh, a combo yeah. Sorry, uh, <laughs> of Mike Trout and Aaron Judge, uh, both batting below 200 the last seven days. Um, I think Judge is actually at 100 even or around there. Uh, two hits in the last three, three hits in the last week. Um, it's you know for two two giants of the game, they've uh, they've had a rough go of it the last week, ten days. Shit, I'll give you a bonus who's not hot for the last three weeks. Didi the Gregorius who went one for forty five at one point. So wow. Jesus Christ. Oh let's let's go How with that. He went that from one? like triple crown front runner to not in the top ten in anything. So like potentially getting days off. <laughs> yeah, he got two days off for a mental a mental cleanse, I, I suppose. <laughs> a mental cleanse, courtesy of Boo. In May. In May. All right, I'm going to give you guys my power ranking, my top five teams, and I want to see what you guys think about this. At number one, Yankees. Number two, Boston. Number three, and this was a respect pick, Houston, but this is where it gets interesting, four and five. I put four, Milwaukee, and five, Atlanta. 
I, that's exactly what I have. That's so you weird. You know what, Sully? Get the fuck out of my head, man. Like, dude, we've just been thinking so similarly lately. How many right. times in the group chat you say Sully? You were Sully. reading yeah. my mind. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, all right, Sully, since you had, you know, we had similar ones, give us your reason. Like, I feel like the viewers have had enough of me, but I'll make a short. Right. I mean, the Yankees are so yeah. impressive. Yankees are so impressive offensively, bullpen, everything. They're the best team. And Boston's right there with them. One A, one B, they're right there. Um, both, both two got to be one, one A, one B. Um, Houston's those three pitchers are just unreal. Um, Verlander, uh, why can't I think? Borden and Garrett Cole and Keuchel hasn't even got it going yet, so they could even get better. And offensively, <laughs> I think they can be better as well. Um, for Milwaukee, I mean, they're they're really starting to click, and I I like them. I think they were they were my pick to go to the uh, to represent the NL in the. They uh, were. World. They were. They in were. Our, in our like I said, Yelich and Kane, two huge, uh, two way players that really helped them. Travis Shaw is a guy who got off to a slow start. He's really helping them as well. Hit thirty homers last year, over hundred RB runs. Ex Red Sox, as Tommy knows, um, really good player. Um, and yeah, the key for them is just is just pitching. And then fifth, I mean, the Braves are their offense has been so impressive, and their their pitching is hold, is holding up. Newcomb is continuously killing it, five and one on the year, two four three ERA. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's a really solid top five. I don't have any gotcha. ripes at that point. Jones, what do you think about that? Oh. <laughs> what a fucking rookie this guy is! <laughs> Someone get him out of here. Um. No, I, I actually agree with those power rankings. I maybe would switch uh, the the Braves and the Brewers, um, but I, I think it's it's really – I think er, we're getting a peak early that this is going to be a real – is a three-team race to win this World Series, and they're all in the American League. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I think there's a clear uh, distinction between the top three and the rest of baseball. It's a very um, wide margin. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know what's so, so weird about that, though? How competitive the leagues are as a whole, in you have the whole AL uh, Central who's below 500, and then you have Darn 11 me. of 15 teams in the National League above 500. So it's just interesting to see the different dynamics in the leagues. The American League, you have the three top teams, and no one's debating that. Those are real, the top uh, World Series contenders. And, the, and then now you have so many solid teams, though. You have the and Cardinals. The Central the is so tight, too. The NL Central, yeah. All, every team is is six games above 500 or better aside from Cincinnati. Yeah. And then you got teams like Arizona, which is going to be better. The Giants hanging around. The Mets are one, four in a row getting better. Philly, Atlanta. So it's just the depth of the NL so much more. But as you said, the ALs is dominant on top. Buns? I agree. One through three, I got Yanks, Sox, Houston. But then four, I had Braves. And five, I actually had the Cubs. I think the Cubs are making a charge right now. I think they deserve to be in that situation. They have been winning a ton of games. They had had a four-game series with the Braves this past week, and uh, they had three real close games, won one of them, and the fourth got rained out. But, I mean, they took three and four, three out of four against the Reds. They're playing the Indians right now. They should win that game. They beat down on the so- the White Sox. They beat down on the Marlins. The only bad series they've had in the past month has been against the Cardinals. I think they got swept by the Cardinals in all close games, like two or less runs. 
Anthony I mean, Rizzo's really got going. Yeah, Anthony Rizzo's gotten going. They are they're scary. They're looking a little scary right now. I think they might if they can figure it out and keep this going. They they could be there the rest of the year. But yeah, they they were the only one different. I had them. It was between them and the Nationals. Actually, you know, I was what, trying to who to put five, but. You know what would be terrifying, and we've spoken about it in the group chat. If they do get Machado at the deadline, that's going to be fucking terrifying. That would be so scary. That would be that would make them like legitimate contenders. I feel like Machado's having an. Excellent I mean, if you look at their their run differential right now, they're plus seventy two. That's right up there with the Sox, the Yankees, and Houston. Right. I mean, the Sox are plus seventy five. Well, the Yankees are plus eighty one. We're the, talking about the Nats, right? We're talking. Wait, you're talking about the Nats if they get them? No, the Cubs. No, the Cubs. Oh, the Cubs. Sorry, sorry. I I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say they they have nowhere to put them. Rendon and Turner. Yeah, but, no, no, yeah. The Cubs. Oh yeah, that's that's scary. The Cubs. That could be crazy. And a change. I mean, the guy's performing that well in Baltimore, which is a garbage team this year. He had a change of scenery to a team that can compete for something. Oh my God, talk about motivation. Like he has, he should have no motivation right now. He's still killing it. And still killing it. <laughs> All right, time oh, for today in sports history. This is actually Let's a very go. good one today. Honestly, I'm so pumped to do it because it's actually just a, a hilarious group. All right, we all set. So, in 1911, a Braves pitcher. Lost this amount of games. On this day, he lost this amount of games consecutively. Like, this was the last loss he had. What what amount do you think it was? Uh, can I ask you a question? Did it Was it over the span of more than one season? It was over the span of more than one season, yeah. It was over the span of more than one season? All right. It was all consecutive. Say- I will say, at this point, in the, so it was today. And I'll say he lost uh, twenty-three games in a row. God damn it, Sully! Yo, that's spot <laughs> on, bro. Yeah. That was Wait, what? Spot on, bro. No way. Yeah, in nineteen eleven, Braves pitcher Cliff Curtis loses his twenty-third game in a row. Swear to God, I didn't look that up. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how I would have looked that up. Cliff, that motherfucker. Bro, Cle- Cliff Curtis. All right. <laughs> who could forget Cliff Curtis? Who could forget? The hell Cliff kind of Curtis? asshole was running the Braves back then? That had poor oh, Cliff a, Curtis losing twenty three yeah. games in a row. Out there, did they have As a minority just, owner of the Atlanta Braves? I despise that set. <laughs> <laughs> Were no decisions a thing then? <laughs> I, I fucking hope not. Question. I don't know, but that's a preposterous stat. Because if they weren't a thing, that means he could not have been as bad as that. But if they weren't a thing, then he's fucking garbage. Like, he could have gone out and just, you know what I mean? He could have been like Chris Sale. Not really. No one's like Chris Sale. <laughs> All right. In, 18, in 1883, Cubs' Billy Sunday has his first at-bat today. This begins X amount of consecutive strikeouts. <laughs> what do you guys I'll, think? Uh, I'll let you guys get... Get the uh, you get in, get into this segment. All right. How many games in a row, or how many he consecutive had strikeouts? Consecutive strikeouts. Uh, eighteen. No, but close. Tom, twenty-four. <laughs> You're cold. All right, I I got it. Uh, it's going to be twenty. Nope. 
Dave, you yeah. were the closest. Was it 16? Close. Tom. 17. Nope. Fuck. 15. Nope. Dave, you got it, Dave. 14. There you go. Today, on today, Cubs Billy Sunday. Really? That, I would think it would be so much higher than that. He began his 14 consecutive strikeouts. Guy stuck out 14 consecutive times. That's For some impossible. reason, I think that's so much lower than I would have thought it would have been. Yeah, I figured it would have like been at least like In the history of baseball, you're telling me no one, like just like a pitcher or something, couldn't couldn't Start put the bat on the ball? Consecutive. <laughs> it's like insane. I've seen some pretty shitty pitchers, like not even be able to touch the ball. But you right, got us. Have, you, got, you got me there. You stumped the souls. I have one more for you guys. In oh, 1884, geez. one armed pitcher. I'll say this again. One armed pitcher. It was Jim Abbott. Hugh Daly struck out how many hitters? Uh, Thir- Thirteen. Go ahead. Fuck you, Tom. Uh. Ah! <laughs> there you go, Tommy Buns on the board. Oh, Tommy Buns on the I mark. Say thirteen. Jones is like shit. Jones is like fuck you bastards, <laughs> fuck you motherfuckers. Hey, I didn't, I didn't even get to play today. <laughs> we all eat. Sorry, Jones. It's all right. Jones, right. Jones has one bite and he's full anyway. Yeah, <laughs> one bite, Jeff. What? I went with the taquitos tonight. Oh, nice. That's what you've been munching on. How professional Jesus. Nicholas will be proud. Nothing like fine dining from 7-Eleven, huh? Yeah, you taquitos know. are pretty bomb, I can't lie. Yeah, dude, you can get a good taquito anywhere. Especially if you're under the influence of something, they're <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah, that helps. Gas that helps. station. Sure. Because that is, that is what's up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's finish it off with a sport we never speak about on here, NHL. The Golden Knights, the Golden Showers, going to the Cup after their first year in the league. Tom, you know the hockey. Do that hockey for us, man. Hey, I'm the Golden Knights fan here. (laughs) It is absolutely Sully, Sully, we've had enough of you tonight, Sully. Let Tom talk a little bit. This is true. He knows (laughs) hockey way better than me. I'm just kidding, ass. (laughs) This is absolutely unreal. I can't even believe that a team in their inaugural season has made it this far. First of all, they made it to the playoffs, which is a feat. They had, I'm pretty sure they had the best record in the Western Conference. That's unbelievable. They come in and they have just dominated throughout the playoffs. People were saying that Winnipeg was going to smoke them. And they literally have have killed it. Marc-Andre Fleury has been carrying this team through this. He has a 1.68 goals against average. He only has 27 goals against through 15 games. That's absolutely unreal. Like he has been carrying this team. He's 12 and three in the playoffs. He has 505 saves, a .947 save percentage, four shutouts. Like he's carrying this team through. Goaltending, your goalie gets hot and you have a good chance. And he has put the Golden Knights within four wins of the Stanley Cup. And if that shit happens. That's unbelievable, and I hope people put something on that 500-1 to 1 that was there before the season started. But didn't you imagine just, like, some asshole in Vegas, like, who's got money to throw around? Like, 10K, nights to win it all. Like, Oh, my it, fucking, fucking God. What is it, 5 million, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, if you put 100, you got you 50. You win 50 grand, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Uh, that's unbelievable. What if, crazy. You know, what if? It's 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 crazy. Like, like Tom said that they're that they're doing this, and they they scouted so well. Like, really, you know, with the 
what do they call the draft they did? What is expansion it? The, uh, draft. Expansion yeah, the draft. Expansion draft. Like they got, draft. like they got some good players, like Jonathan Marchessault. He's a good player. Uh, Mark Andre Fury, uh, obviously. But they got yeah. like William Carlson. He's a guy that with the Blue Jackets in the last two years played every game, only had 15 combined goals. This year has, what is it, 40 goals this year? Like coming out of nowhere. I mean, James oh. Neal's and James Neal's another good player that they got um, playing in the you know playing the Stanley Cup two years in a row. Actually, that's really cool. For well, him. Uh, Flurry too. Flurry is back to back Stanley Cup Flurry's champion too. goaltender. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought he is that's going really for his third in a row as a goalie. That's insane. that. That's really like the secret sauce. To this is they lucked out to get Flurry. Like yeah, they, I mean yeah, if they, you don't have a goalie. I don't have anyone. They, I, I like the trade for Ryan Reeves as well. That was a good trade. Gave him some yeah. toughness. Um, I thought they really distributed their like they they picked their right big contracts because coming in you have to, obviously you have to build a, a team and everything but uh, they picked their on the contracts that they could splurge on they they hit and that's like kind of there was no big misses like they they got Flurry they got Neil um, yeah. they got England like they didn't they didn't miss with their core pieces on in any level and. Like you know, uh, you hear about Todd. It's a bag of misfit toys. Misfit toys. Like it's all players that weren't wanted by their teams. Like talk about motivation. I don't know if there's anything in sports that's more motivating than that. Well, the thing is, too, with this expansion draft, they couldn't protect as many players as you normally could. So yeah. you were, you were. They had to make decisions where you couldn't protect your entire top two lines. Like so, yeah. really, you were. It's not like you were getting third and fourth line guys from other teams. So they you're were getting. They like, were getting. You're getting top players. talent in the league. Okay. Like you're getting. You're picking and choosing. I mean, obviously, teams are going to protect your probably your five best skaters, offensive skaters, your best three defenders, and then you get to protect the goalie pretty much. And I mean, I thought it was a kind of a nutty choice for Pittsburgh to give up Flurry, but they did have that young goal. I can't think of his name right now, but I mean, he helped. Pittsburgh so much throughout the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, what's his so name? Like uh, Patrick Murray? I think that is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he's Sol's a young a guy who, who comes in, and, and he kind of – that worked out for Pittsburgh. But I was so surprised by that when they uh, – Flurry, and it's – I mean, this is just paid off. It's unprecedented. I I can't believe we're seeing it. It's, it's pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie because, I mean, you've seen it in the NFL. You've seen it in the MLB when they got these expansion teams. And then in the NFL, the Texans actually, they got a pretty good draft that year, too. Not to take it away from hockey. But I mean, Carr just... was pretty good. I'm yeah, sorry. when he's on his feet. I mean, yeah, they, like he just got sacked so many times, he never had a chance. But he wasn't awful. Like, he just, he never had yeah. a chance with their line. But it's it's a great story. I mean, I don't, I don't want people to make it into be like a bet. Like, what does it say about hockey where it is? I mean, it's it's better that there's parity in the sport compared to, you know, the NBA where it's, well, it's going to be the Warriors unless Draymond exactly. Green gets suspended every every year. I mean, it's it, I mean, like like it kind of takes it takes the life out of I mean, like we were saying the first round was great for the NBA and every other round it's been painful. Like I, someone who loves basketball, it's just give me something in the NHL playoffs. It's just with hockey playoffs. It's like ramped up to a whole nother level. It's, it's completely different. It's just so physical. So the games are so close. Even you see the maple, uh, not me. What, what is it called? Uh, the capitals won that game. It was, you look at the score. It was three, nothing. They won, but it was one, nothing until the third period. It was a close game. Right. So, I mean, you can't even just look at this. It was a close game and you know, it's just the hockey playoffs have been great. Who do you like in that game? Seven, Tom. 
I think the Capitals are finally going to get over that hump, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I, if they You think do. the Caps are actually going to do it? It's going to be tough because they're on the road, but they are actually a better road team than they play at home. So game six was big to get a home win. Like, that was real yeah, big for them to do that. They haven't won a lot at home during the playoffs. That's been kind of their downfall. And yeah, they, they dropped the two at home. They dropped yeah. – they won the two on the road. And then dro- and it's it's like a series of runs. They they won the first two, lose the last three, and then for, yeah. I think they're going to win the last two also. I hope they do. It's going to be – it's going to be something if it's Capitals, Golden Knights. Then that's I, a great story regardless. Cause yeah, because you could have Washington OB, finally gets their winner yeah. or the expansion team. Everyone wins. And either one I'd be happy for. That's just going to be a fun – no matter who it is, honestly, whether it's Tampa Bay too. Like, as much as I hate Tampa Bay because they're kind of a rival. Like, they – Fuck Florida fans. Yeah, man. I like – I'm a big Steven Stamkos guy. I really enjoy Stamkos. I think that's uh, pretty – and Kucherov too is incredibly fun to watch. I think it's going to be entertaining no matter what. But Capitals Golden Knights would be something to see. That would be a great story, like you said, no matter who won that one. I just don't want it, fucking Vegas fans, to get all get all cocky (laughs) and shit. That's that's the one thing, Dave, is because technically, for the viewers at home, if you're still with us, I am technically a Golden Knights fan, and I decided it before the season. And Dave knows I don't really like the Islanders or the Rangers. I I will give you that that you planted you planted your flag well before the puck (laughs) dropped. He can vouch for that, but at the same token, though. It almost doesn't feel right to be good. So, I mean, I'm being a Met and Jet fan. So I've fast. endured my losses. I've I've taken more than enough else. But it's almost like it's like you didn't really work for it. Like it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great for the city. But it's like there were no real years of suffrage. And it's great, yeah, like, especially with some of the off the field things that have happened. Such some of the tragic things that have happened to Vegas. It's great for the community. Sally, yeah. You but know what, I mean, though? you're just flying too high right now, man. Like if the Golden Knights win this. <laughs> If the Golden Knights win this cup, honestly, this might just mean the Mets don't win another series for like twenty to thirty years. I mean, then Nova won. Then I got the Golden Knights. I mean, I I had I had Miami. I had three titles with Miami. So I mean, yeah. You know. Count count down to the Darnold tor- torn ACL. <laughs> Darnold till Darnold oh, tors- tears his ACL. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Apparently, Teddy Bridgewater looks great, and I'm like, what are we gonna do with Teddy? Yeah, Bridgewater? what are you gonna do with Teddy now? Like what? I'm like. I'm like, we need to cut him. <laughs> like, and then you just traded Hackenberg today, which I don't get. Additional seventh round pick. I don't get it. Thanks. Like, yeah, what what a great pick. John Gruden really got a steal there. Yeah, I mean, he gave up nothing. Might as well take a flyer. Like, additional seventh rounder. Like, what is that? Like, <laughs> you you get a punter with it's, that. Yeah, it's probably like if he ever starts, you guys get a seventh rounder in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, that's a good deal. A player to be named later, basically. Yeah, it's the NFL's equivalent. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you stuck with us this long, you are at the end of the episode. What we need you to do is, as always, go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Facebook is Bleacher Fan Sports. On Instagram, it is Bleacher Fan Sports. On Twitter, guess what? It is Bleacher Fan Sports. We are posting daily we have a ton of great content the site is up if you like us our podcast subscribe and rate unsubscribe then subscribe again rate again give it five stars (laughs) have your friends your family rate dave we're gonna try a little bit uh a little something different today take us away with your final thought 
you got to give a final thought. The CEO, the president, our fearless leader, the commander, the general. I could go on forever. Man. <laughs> I could go on forever. Yeah. But yeah, one all by right. Jay. Uh, <laughs> one by Jay. That's my favorite. El Comandante. Uh, the, the, the final thought is uh, let, let's all pray for a very exciting Western Conference Finals game tonight and <laughs> eventually a, a, a Rockets loss and a, and a Sully money into my bank account. <laughs> That's uh-huh. it. That but but seriously, let's pray for a good game. It's about to start right meow. Right oh, meow. Man.